fifth day of Christmas, Moose brings to me Horror Rapper Poltergeist O.D. Welcome, Horror Hounds, to another installment of the 13 Horrifying Days of Christmas. I'm your host and gift giver, Moose. And the gift today is a gift of music, not just any music, but horror music. What could be better than that? And to talk about that is a rapper who is featured in a movie we talked about earlier in the 13 Days from Carousel 3. Please welcome Poltergeist OD. What up? So, how, how's life? How's, I mean, music's good. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty boring. I just, like, go to work, come home, watch movies, write music. Well, and, you know, fill the listeners in. Like I mentioned to you beforehand, legitimately had no clue who you were until I was watching uh, Carousel 3, and then... You know, I'm just listening to that, that track just fucking hit. And I was like, who is this guy? So I'm looking it up. Finally, I get, you know, it's like, all right, it's Carousel by Poltergeist OD. All right, who is this? So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Find your YouTube page. And then it's a four-hour deep dive into this rabbit hole of, like, horror-themed rap. And I was like, I've got to talk to this guy. And then you got a message, like, 20 minutes later from me. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind Dude, of the timeline so awesome of events. Today, so. <laughs> I'm stoked about that because, like, I love the Carousel franchise. I love Steve Radzinski. His movies are amazing. Check him out. Um, yeah. And my buddy Matt just kind of like hit me up one day and he's like, man, I love your music. And I got this buddy who makes movies. Maybe you can get like a song in one of his movies. Cause, like, I've always been telling people, all my fans forever, that like my main goal is to like write horror rap about movies like featured as like the credits. You remember like deep blue sea and scary movie and stuff when there was like a mm-hmm. rap during the credits about the movie or even I like bring that back. You know, man in the mask, you know, from Jason. I mean, th- there's themed horror music to the movie is always a good thing it gives you something to latch onto outside of the movie yeah i don't know i just miss it and like they only really did it in like they did it a little bit in like the early 90s and then stopped for a while and then the early 2000s they did it again for a bit but like they kind of stopped doing it and i miss it i miss it so much and like i love hip-hop i love horror movies like i just i'm just trying to combine the two things i like the most i don't know and i mean Nightmare on Elm Street doesn't have that same uh, uh, hit that it did back in, like, the early 90s. Listening mm. listening to a lot of your stuff, I think it has staying power. Because it, it falls more into, like, I don't want to say standard hip-hop, but more of that, like, hip-hop format. You know, Nightmare, okay, on, yeah. like, Nightmare on My Street, it's... You know, it, it it is what Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith was putting out, but back early days before they changed their style. That was like that was one of the first horrorcore songs. Like Ghetto Boys had a horrorcore mm-hmm. album, and then Will and 
uh, Jazzy did fucking um, Nightmare on My Street. And that was like the start of the genre yeah. that I love. Yeah, and it's and you hear it all the time. I mean, it's on my Halloween playlist every year. I listen to oh, it. Oh, yeah, mine too. Yeah, but I listen to it probably a little too much. Right. Like I knew I knew every word when I was like 10 years old. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's and, and it'll always have that place in like nostalgia and music history, but it it doesn't hit the same. Okay, you know, yeah. And and I think a lot of that's more just how much hip hop has changed and the music mm-hmm. itself has changed. It's become more like widely expressive. Like mm-hmm. hip hop back then was like one thing, mm-hmm. right? And then it just as everybody got used to having it in their life, uh they were influenced by other things growing up and it just kind of developed over time. Like anything, like oh, metal yeah. is not the same as it was in the 80s. No. Not even close. But uh, I think it's cool. I think I I love that there's so many different types of rap and different types of rappers now. Like, I don't know. I love horrorcore, but at the same time, I love like trap drug dealer type music, too. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like at this point, any genre of music, you'll have something that fits any mood you're in. You know, it's not just like... Like, you can go back, again, uh, late 80s, mid 90s. It's like, well, I might be in the mood for rap. I might be in the mood for metal. I might be, now mm-hmm. it's, okay, I might be in the mood for this subsection of X or the subsection of, you know, it's it's so broad now that, yeah, there, there's literally something for everyone. And it is amazing. Yeah, you, you can get every mood out of one genre now. Mm-hmm. Like back in like the eighties, early nineties, metal was like thrash, death metal, and it was hard all the time. Now you have like progressive bands who do like folk music <clears throat> in between the heavy parts. Yeah. Um even with rap, like there's like sad rap, angry rap, which would be me. And uh <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, you don't have to switch genres. Uh, depending on your mood now, which which I think is really cool. Oh yeah, you just get there's you just get more out of it now. How long have you been uh, working at your craft? Um, I think our first show as Obscene Division, the group I started with, I think our first show was like 2012, and I've only been rapping since like maybe 2010, 2011. So like quite a while now, but um, I'm old, so to me that's not a long time. Uh, I was like, I was more of a metalhead growing up. I was into like jazz and like weird, heavier, more complex styles of music. And then I moved to Alberta from Newfoundland. I'm Canadian, by the way, for anybody who didn't know that already. Uh, yeah, I moved here and I met my buddies, Matt and Nick, uh, Razorwire and Nick Obscene and uh, my group Obscene Division currently. And they were already rapping and we were just like getting drunk in their garage one night. I was like, all right, I'm going to write a rap. And I, I I wrote some like horrible murder type brother Lynch type shit. And they were like, that was actually pretty cool for your first time. So I was like, well, this is pretty fun. I like doing this. So I just kept doing it. And like, I was like, okay, show me rappers that are like that. So they showed me, you know, like three, six mafia, uh, like Wu Tang clan, um, who else? Yeah, like Brother Lynch, Hung, G Moski, like just harder type rappers. 
And I was like, okay, I really like this genre. So I just dove in headfirst and now hip hop's just my life. It's weird. Well, and like I said, I did a four hour, just like YouTube was on my TV for four hours straight on your channel. Uh, when you sit down to write something about, say, Michael Myers, where do you start? Just watch the movie, take notes. So, like, uh, I'm I'm actually hitting the studio tomorrow to record a Hellraiser song. So, like, what I did was I had to watch all the movies, even though we know there's some bad ones. <laughs> let's not let's not sugarcoat that. Um, but yeah, like, I just I just write down phrases, um, scenes that I like, uh, just associative words. I'll even go on like a thesaurus and look up uh synonyms for things that they're doing um i don't know i just and it it just becomes this like puzzle that i put together later like i don't i don't look at a beat for it until after i've watched all the movies taken all my notes and i'll start writing bars and rhymes in like little pieces here and there like what rhymes with suffering you know and just like write down like 50 words try to come up with whatever i can that would associate with that movie and then, yeah, it eventually becomes a song. And then I start looking for a beat after the song's basically written so that I can, like, work on it, take out syllables here and there and work on the flow. And, yeah, it's just, it's it's like a puzzle to me. I know some guys like uh, like uh, Razorwire in my group, he has to write sentence by sentence. Like, he needs a beat first and just, he first sentence, second sentence. I can't do that. I say, yeah, it's... Yeah, you know, and this goes back to you know how people perceive music. Some people, when you're writing it, you have to hear the beat first, and then it's like, okay, mm -hmm. I could put words to that. And others, it's I want to get the words out first, and once the words are there, then yeah, like like you said, you find the beat to go behind it, and you make the words fit the beat. But you already at mm -hmm. that point, you know what message you're trying to get out. You know what story you're trying to tell it's just yeah you know at what speed are you telling it yeah uh like what what cadence you're gonna do like when um when i record a song i try to match the energy of the movie like my killer clown song is more <clears throat> silly uh michael myers is obviously more like serious and dark um what else did i do gremlins and like mars attacks like those were like goofy and silly but yeah uh the tall man from phantasm is more serious uh leatherface is more aggressive like i try to like i try to match my voice and my cadence and like it's it's like playing a character it's like acting i'm not a good actor but i mean yeah me alone in a studio with some guy <laughs> you, you get a chance to live out some things Mm hmm yeah so it's fun what got you into horror in the first place uh well i grew up right next to uh some horror collectors so i was pretty lucky to get into that world pretty early so i think i think my dad sat me down and we watched it when i was like six years old and then after that i was like okay this is pretty sweet so i went over to my neighbors and they showed me jack frost child's play nightmare on elm street and I, I was just like this is awesome so back then we had something called video stores <laughs> for the young <laughs> where where something called physical media 
It's like in the form of VHS tapes. It's like streaming, <laughs> but you had to leave your house and go get it. Yeah, it's like scrolling through an <laughs> interface, except in real life. But yeah, I would just go and like stare at all the all the VHS covers. Like that was that's something that like I don't think people get to experience now. That I think would make a lot more like movie fans out of people. You know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that was. God, I remember many a Friday night just standing in Blockbuster looking mm-hmm. for something to watch and the the cover art sold it. You know, it's you know, it's funny, never judge a book by its cover, but I'd sure as hell judge a movie by its cover. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I remember like whenever I go hunting for a new movie or, you know, order something online or whatever, it's always like the nostalgia that really gets me cuz like all I remember is seeing them all together on a shelf. Certain ones stood out, right? So, like, Sleepaway Camp was one that stood out to me when I was a kid that I didn't watch till like, way later in life. But it was that cover that got me to watch it because I was like, man, that I, I remember seeing that at that video store, right? Oh, absolutely. So, like, it's almost like I was familiar with it before I'd seen it. Yeah, I mean, it's with, with streaming and everything now, I mean, you still kind of get that, but not to the same experience because it's just a picture on a screen it's you you can't pick it up look at it and like almost dissect it and just absorb what that image absorb the imagery it's just oh that's another picture oh that's another picture oh that's another picture you know and I, i think especially today where there are so many great like specifically horror movies coming out whether it's independent or major uh you know big budget productions a lot get lost in this just scroll you know just scroll through society and yeah in the algorithm you know it's such a disservice it is and especially since like like i love small indie films uh if you make films and you're watching this hit me up with your movies i'll watch them i'll buy them like i love it but um it sucks. It sucks that they have to do what I do as a artist now, just punching up against the algorithm and you have to you have to do things that you don't want to do as an artist. Like I don't want to I don't want to make TikToks. I don't want to take selfies. I don't I don't know, man. I just want to rap and put out music, but like to be heard now, you can't just like hit the streets with tapes. You can't just like put up posters. Uh you have to you have to be on all the social media platforms talking about shit you don't want to talk about you know like what's trending i don't care what's trending that's why does that matter to me but like it has to nowadays and it like i feel like that takes away a part of the artist you know like you're focusing time that you would have spent on your art on learning this algorithm because so many shitty people are doing it that they are getting they're getting ahead because they're better at marketing than you so as you were talking, you saw me laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just I'm laughing at the irony of the parallels here. When when I started this podcast back in 2019, uh, talked with a good friend of mine about it and told him you know what I was doing, and I told him I was like, I have zero interest in graphic design. I have zero interest in making short videos. All this crap. I just want to focus on what we're doing right now putting out a good mm-hmm. product fast forward the graphic design has to be on point 
you have to be able to make the short reels for TikTok and Facebook just to get people to tune in. You have to do it. I was like, I don't want to do any of this shit. Yeah, it sucks. I'd, I'd rather be watching a movie, taking notes and rapping. Like, I'd rather be working on my craft. But here I am, like, on some fucking Reddit thread reading about an algorithm I don't give a shit about. Like, it just... Yeah, just to learn how to market better. It sucks. it sucks that that's the way it is, but that's just the way it is now. Yeah. It's... So, like, you kind of have to, like, make that a part of your a part of your business, you know? Like, when I go on social media, like, yeah, I, I talk to a lot of my friends and fans and stuff like that. But a lot of it is, like, working. A lot of it is just... Uh, you know, looking up certain hashtags, talking to people who post about this and that. You're just networking, right? Mm -hmm. Which is great. And I, I do love doing it. And I've made so many good friends and fans over the years doing that. But I do wish I could hire somebody to do it. Don't we all? Uh, it'd, be a, it'd be so much simpler. Um, mm -hmm. So moving back to studio time, you said you're doing... Uh, Hellraiser, is there a uh, franchise or character that you haven't done yet that you really want to tackle? Yeah, a lot. I have a huge list. I take requests from people, too. Like, if you have one in mind, I'll write it down. Like, I just, anybody who wants to hear a song about a movie, I'll just write it down and start going. Like, uh, I was considering doing uh the frightener leatherface and killer clowns at one point and i didn't know which one to start with so i just like posted that online and i was like pick which one you want me to do first and they all voted killer clowns like by a landslide <laughs> that's because it's i mean it's such a goofy ass movie everybody loves it you know yeah and yeah the, the thought of having like a horror rap about killer clowns it's like well where can you go wrong you know but, well, you could be a shitty rapper too, but well, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I am. I'm sure people do. <laughs> oh, everyone has opinions, and you know, it's I, I think, uh, Candyman would be a fun one because yeah, it, that's it, on, it, that's on my list. A I lot of people, there's a lot to work with Walmart. there. Yeah, uh, just hell imagery alone. There's a lot to work with. mm Hmm. Yeah, like the more the more gruesome a movie is too, the easier it is for me. Like Terrifier is one that a lot of people have been asking for. Uh, which it's on my list, but it's not like high on my list because I do want to hit like a lot of the classics first. Like I have a nightmare on Elm Street one I'm trying to I'm trying to do. I have most of it written. I gotta hit Jason. I don't know why I haven't done that yet, but I gotta do that. And like a lot of people have been like, are you gonna separate it by um like the actors who played Jason, like Ari Lehman or, you know, um, fucking anyway, I don't remember his name. Kane Hodder. <laughs> Holy fuck. Maybe we should cut that. I'll, I'll shorten it but, down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think like I would rather take the character itself as like one being, you know, because there's like there's a lot of franchises where the the character was played by different by different actors, but I don't really consider that at all. It's like just the character itself. That's who I am. Like I have to become that. Like what if what if Pinhead had to battle rap somebody? Yeah. What what would he say? What would he do? You know, he would reference like a bunch of shit he's done because that's what rappers do. Mm -hmm. Now it would be interesting. Except me because I I lie. 
<laughs> it, it would be interesting if you were to do like a rap specifically about you know young Jason and yeah. get Ari on the track. Yeah, because he's in he's in the band first Jason. That mm-hmm. that would be so cool. You know, now something like that, you know, it wouldn't make sense to separate it out because then it's very specific. You know, this is why I did this. Oh, yeah. See, I could do something like this is a good brainstorming session now. <laughs> this isn't even a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, like first Jason and then uh, like I could have one called like New Blood or something. Yeah. You know, it's th- th- there's ways to do it. But I think if you're going to do it that way, there has to be a reason, not just, oh, I want to split it up because, you know, we did it for the different actors. Well, like you said. Aside from Nightmare, just about everybody's had different actors at some point. Yeah, like I did a Ghostface song. How many Ghostface were there? <laughs> right. I, I think, and upside, the genre has so much potential to just pull from mm-hmm. that. Yeah, like I'll never run out of inspiration. I'll no. never run out of horror movies. There's like a hundred a year. Yeah, it, it is. It's the gift that keeps giving, and that's. I mean, that's, that's why I got into this podcast in the first place is because I'm a fan of horror. I wanted to talk about horror with other, you know, like-minded individuals, and I wanted my own place to do it. And mm-hmm. that's, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to make my own, you know, and you, you find that this, the, the horror fans will, and I mean this in a good way, latch on to everything. Because we just want more. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why, to bring this all the way back to the beginning, when, you know, I, you know, came across you, I was like, I've got to talk to him. You know, I've got to, you know, see who this guy is, what makes him tick. And, you know, for anybody who hasn't heard you, they need to check you out. Because it is definitely a, it's one hell of a ride. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. And I'm not the biggest rap fan in the world. I, if I find, like, as far as music goes, I find something I like, I like it. I don't care what genre it's in. But Same. I still, I, I listen, man, people are going to hate me for this, but I still listen to, like, Christmas music and country music. Like, anything that sounds good is good. Yeah. Good music is good music. And, yeah. you know, like, like I said at the beginning, it was just the, the way Carousel hit it was just like it's different this is not what i was expecting for like an end credit song at all you know because normally it's either like a a slower you know almost ballad type or like ambience yeah it's like an ambient sound or a uh almost like a rock music it's rarely rock rock is big and big and horror which i like i love i love metal and rock and stuff like that's what i grew up with you know rarely is it rap and it's also rare that it's good rap <laughs> yeah you know because again you come across bad music a lot so w- when you find one that checks good music good you know good rap good horror rap good rapper you know it checks all the boxes it's like that's someone to follow Mean, Plus, it helps if you enjoy the movie, too. Yeah. Which is like, for a franchise like Carousel, I can't imagine somebody not liking it unless 
They're just like way too serious. Yeah, so you'd have to be really stuffy to not like because yeah. it's Carousel is so goofy, and Steve knows what he has. He, he he made a goofy fucking movie, and I mean it's fantastic. It's it, it's everything you could want in an independent film, uh-huh. and Carousel knows what it is, and it's made three movies, and. It doesn't get there with taking itself too seriously. And as a viewer, you shouldn't either. I think you'll you'll know what you're in for within like the first three minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's it doesn't lie to you. So it, it is campy dialed up to eleven. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. My my buddy actually messaged me last night. He's like, Man, I'm gonna watch Carousel. He, and like five minutes later he's like they're fucking the unicorn? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, he's like, where did you find this? In Magic Land. Yeah. Uh, so, are you touring, or are you just, uh, well, do you have any tours coming up, or are you just staying localized right now? Uh, well, I mean, I do shows all over Alberta, and like, saskatchewan and stuff but like i haven't i haven't done much traveling i did one in la like way back in 2015 but um i'm really trying to hit the states uh in 2024 i'm looking to hit chicago area because like for some reason people there love me i don't know what it is but chicago fucking loves horror and rap um yeah i'm i'm trying to do like a bigger tour in 2024 but there's nothing like concrete just yet i'm doing a festival in june called intersect art and music festival in high prairie alberta check it out it's amazing there's like oh my god i want to say 28 genres it's crazy it's got something for everyone there's like there's a hip-hop um hip-hop showcase there's uh lots of djs uh like all the subgenres of EDM, which I'm not, I can't list those off right now. But there's like metal, rock, um, there's uh there's like comedy, anything you can imagine at a festival, lots of artists, uh, dancers, oh my god, um what are they called? Fire dancers? Yeah. People who dance with fire. That's what they call them. I man. <laughs> my buddy's gonna hate me for that. But uh yeah, man, like anything you can imagine. It's a great festival, and I think anybody in the area should check it out. Um, yeah, other than that, there's nothing like set in stone for shows. So before we wrap this up, just off the top of your head, favorite slasher character of all time? Oh, favorite slasher. Dude, bro, Party Massacre 3. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So... Where can listeners follow you and keep up to date with upcoming tracks and uh, listen to all the tracks you have out currently? Uh, I'm on all streaming services under Poltergeist OD. That's Poltergeist Space OD. The OD stands for Obscene Division. Um, I'm on mostly Instagram and Slasher app uh, as Poltergeist underscore OD. But uh, anybody who's not familiar with the Slasher app, download it. It's Mm -hmm. like... It's just social media for horror fans specifically. It's like Facebook for horror. It's it's amazing. It's a great community. Um, any dicks get kicked out right away. It's sweet. Check it out. Uh, other than that, I'm not really I'm not really that active on things. Like I'm on Twitter, Poltergeist underscore OD. 
but I kind of just like pop in, make a post and leave. I don't, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter. Oh, that's, that's the way to do it. Otherwise, you're and like, I have a TikTok, but I stopped using it. I don't know. I don't know how to be cringe. I can't do it. <laughs> and listeners, those links will be in the episode description. And you can find me and other great podcasters over at electronicmediacollective.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Moose Media Inc. Just look for the moose. Walter, guys, this has been a blast. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Have me on anytime. Hit me up whenever. Oh, 100%. And I definitely look forward to seeing uh, what all uh, you have coming out in the as your career progresses. And uh, you know, who knows? Maybe you'll be in uh, my neck of the woods at some point. So Where are you at? I am in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. Okay. Cool. You know, th- uh, thank you again for coming on. And, you know, until next time, Horror Hounds, mash on. <laughs>